Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, 7 a.m. It is the Tee to Green Golf Show right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Hope you're having a great start to your Saturday. I'm Brian Cozio. Do you ever notice? Along with Kevin Sylvester, who's with me here already. Yeah, well, PGA I, Pro Jeff Metis. I haven't interrupted you in like four everybody. weeks, so. <laughs> Like, do you ever notice when Brian starts? You're banking them, by the way. I am banking them. You ever notice when Brian starts the show, Jeff? Some, you know, uh, most often it's like, ah, oh, it's seven a.m. No, I gotta I'm be Brian on. Cherry. I gotta be on with Brian, Kevin, and Jeff. No, <laughs> it's a he beautiful feels, Saturday. He feels skinny because he's sitting next to me, so he's in a better mood this week. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no we were posing for our Twitter pictures before, so I think we took a really good one this week. So awesome! You should, everybody should check it out. So I can make it the new Twitter handle for TD Green Golf. That's show, right. Right? That's right. That's At right. TD Green Golf 1. Thank you. That's right. Follow it. Follow us there. Hey, we got a lot coming up here over the course of the next hour. Uh, last week's exciting finish to the Open Championship. Of course, we'll give you a couple of opinions on that here coming up. Uh, Kevin and I both had our sons participate in drive, chip, and putt a few days ago here at Fox Valley Club in Lancaster. And uh, just a great event that the Western York PGA runs. So we'll, we'll give you a couple of thoughts on how that went. Of course, our Western York PGA tip of the week, as we do every week. This week we're talking about the flop shot. So we'll get Jeff's insight on that. Uh, our duster putting challenge is next Friday here at Fox Valley Club. We're going to give away a spot for that. So make sure you're listening. Uh, a chance to play for free in what we think is an outstanding event. Our Batavia Downs Majors Challenge is coming back for the PGA Championship. We'll get to that, too. I just want to say, we're going to give away a spot to play for free in a charity event. Think about that. Bring your wallet and buy some tickets. There'll be be great raffles. Our friends at T-Squared Putters are raffling off uh, one of uh, of their handcrafted putters they make right in Orchard Park, and the packaging's cool. It comes in this box. I was over there. I was over there Thursday. And I even posted on my Twitter feed uh, one of the Potterheads being milled. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty neat, huh? Yeah, if you ever get to go to a yeah. club factory, it is pretty cool how they how they make golf clubs. It yeah. was it was like in in twenty minutes time. I just took a ten second video, but it was amazing how quickly out of this block of stainless steel, um, uh, how quickly it was crafted. And typically, those are the better putters when they grind them out of one block as opposed yes. to. Put them together with a bunch and of And we're going to speak with the man that uh, makes these putters well, at 745. The man, the teenager. That's, that's the best that's right. part of the story. Tony <laughs> Tuber 
He's, uh, you know, going to be a junior in high school. He's 16 cool. years old. That's it's right. It's a fantastic story. And he's got a milling machine. He can make it's good got, for him. You know what? He's, he, th- th- this kid has put so much into it, it's not even funny. I mean, legit serious about it. It's a cool story, and they make great putters. They really do. So, yes. anyhow. Yeah, that's great. So we'll have that interview coming up with Tony on T-squared putters. 745, our West New York PGA Tip of the Week coming up. More on the Duster Challenge. More on our Batavia Downs. Majors Challenge, and uh, we'll tell you about who won our Batavia Downs Majors Challenge uh, in just a few minutes here from the Open Championship. Let's start there. Really exciting finish to it. Francesco Molinari ends up getting a victory. He's the hottest player in the world right now. In his last six starts, three wins, two second places, and a T25. Uh, Kevin, he's playing lights out golf. This, I mean, is I, I know some of his. Good stats are on the European tours. Oh, I don't know how much PGA Tour Player of the Year is uh, a consideration, but, boy, he's putting together such an impressive resume here and and one of the best runs we've seen in recent memory. Yes. It reminds me – I'm trying to – it reminds me of Dustin Johnson's run early um, two years ago when he became number one in the world, right? He won uh, Genesis. um, He won a a couple and finished second, I think, Pebble Beach. Yep. Um, it was a great run. And for Francesco Molinari, who, you know, he's a ball striker. And he's a little guy, and but he hits the ball plenty far, and it's just pure contact every time. I I was assigned to his group, or at least to him, frankly, all four days at the John Deere Classic for PGA Tour Radio. So I had the pleasure of watching it all four days. And it was like watching the same round of golf all four days. That was the week before. That right? was the yeah. week before. It was fairways. It was greens. That's that's what he did. His putting wasn't great that week. He's not known as a great putter, but he hits it close enough where he doesn't have to yeah. be a great putter, and he did some of those similar things at the Open Championship. It was interesting. Somebody said, hey, I want to pick Molinari this week. I said, well, my only concern with Molinari going to the Open Championship was he's going from a very wet golf course, which was uh, TPC Deer Run, to a very dry golf course and a very uh, different style of play, but he adjusted to that very quickly as ball strikers do. And I mean, wh- what did he do in that final round? He just hit fairways and hit green. No bogeys in the last 36. Right. Yeah, yeah. At, a, at a major championship at the British Open where you're going to get a, an occasional odd bounce. Um, and you just think you're going to make a bogey even in good shots and not one in the last uh, – on the weekend, that's that's a nice way to wrap well, it up. Because he didn't have to try. He didn't have he didn't have to do what Tiger attempted to do and uh, hit a great recovery shot and pay for it. Which Tiger hit a, a, a wonderful recovery shot from that bunker. That was one of the coolest shots I'd seen right. in a while. Yeah, yeah the one on eleven though, which I thought Johnny Miller had to. Johnny Miller, by the way, was you know people are like I don't like Johnny. Miller. I think Johnny Miller's great. And when he said whoever plays the best out of these two is probably going to win today, Tiger and Molinari. And turned out that way. And for a while, Tiger was playing better. Yes. He was making birdies, and obviously he had the solo lead early back nine. But until he tried the shot yeah. on 11, which was just an all-time classic comment, golf seduces you into trying things that you have no business doing. See, I think he hit the shot. I think he missed by six inches. Uh, I think he missed yeah. that shot by six inches. I agree. And uh, 
uh, he's Tiger Woods, and it didn't look like that bad. I mean, but it needed to be a perfect shot. It needed to be a perfect shot. Right. Well, he wasn't trying to make bogey; he was trying to get up and down, and he probably figured even if he missed it, he'd get the next one up and down. Well, and that's a bogey. Still, if you're caddying for him, would you have advised I, him to do something different? No, no. If you're caddying for Tiger, you I just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> nice shot. Good swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that target. Yeah, you, you give him a number. Yeah, you hand him a and club. You stack back. No, he, he, he the lie didn't look all that bad. He's he's pulled that shot off. You know, he just hit it. A little short, and yeah. he probably assumed he was trying to hit a perfect shot. He'd get up and down on the next one. You know, he's looking at bogey either way. It was the next shot that, you know, it was so difficult yeah. that he didn't get it up and down. Um, and I think if he hits that six inches further, then that obviously that everybody thinks, you know, that's yeah. the tournament takes a, a vastly different turn at that point. The other, the other thing, um, we were all, at least I was, I was rooting for Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, and that Rory charge to result in a three-man playoff. That yeah. been How fun. cool would that have been to have, you well, know, the the older generation, forty two, um, you know, the kind of middling millennial in McElroy and the you know yeah. he was twenty four, he turned twenty five this right. week. Yeah, had uh, had Molinari not pulled away, you could have had almost like a five or six way tie there at minus six. And Woods then would have had a putt at the on eighteen to maybe get in the playoff because McElroy right. finished six. Rose backdoored the six. He finished that pretty early. You could have had McElroy, Rose, Shoffley finished at six, and uh, you know Spieth down the stretch. Just a couple of the putts yeah. did not go in for him. How about Spieth? Just the fact that uh, I was surprised. I, I thought that if there was someone that was going to play a mistake-free round. I'm not saying that I was saying Molinari couldn't do it, but I would have bet that Spieth would have been the guy to not play mistake-free. Yeah, I didn't think much of him going in. He hadn't shown much for him this year on tour. And That's then once correct. he got to the weekend, you know, then you start to say, hey, this is why Jordan Spieth's Jordan Spieth. He, right. comes, he comes to play at the majors. I was really surprised he didn't put together a more solid round on Sunday. Yeah, yeah the interesting thing for me for Jordan this year was his, you know he's for the last year really his putter um last year he won the open last year but his putter putting had not been Jordan Spieth type Esk, putting yes. right uh it'd been up to his standards cuz he would always hit a wayward shot here or there i mean look when he won the british open the open last year he played 13 from the driving range remember it took 27 minutes to yeah. play that shot uh but he would hit that that miss to the right and he kind of corrected a lot of things. Ball striking numbers were great early on the season, but his putting was terrible. So I was surprised to see so many misses. But didn't he cut? Wasn't he second on the tour in final round scoring average coming into the day? I, I thought I heard a stat where he, he was yeah, really good coming into well, final be, round. Yeah, because a lot of those he was not even in it, right? He's, and he just go out there and go after it. I I thought he was going to get into the garage. Final group. Jordan Spieth's a closer. Yeah. To go to Jeff's uh, stat point there on final he round. He gets coffee. and Yeah, that's right. He does get coffee. Thank you, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, but I was surprised to see that performance. It was, wasn't was as uh, wayward as Rory McIlroy at the Masters, but it was close, right? I mean, you think about guys in the final group, Rory McIlroy final group of the Masters, and you're like, ooh, what happened, 70, right? 76 in not. Horrendous conditions was definitely bad, a, a bad round for him. Yes. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I wasn't rooting for Molinari, you know, because I was rooting for the same guys everybody was rooting for. Yeah. And But once you watched him play and you saw the shade, it you knew he would just there was at no point did you think he was going to mess up. At no point did you think it was going to get to him and he was going to bomb one way right, right or hit one in one of the hazards Not his and game. hit the lip. 
you know, yeah. or something like that. He, uh, it's not his game. No, he and par has a certain value in those majors, and he was all he he was looking at par every hole. It looked like he was never in trouble. By the way, when he made the putt on eighteen, that is the most emotion I've ever seen out of Francesco Molinari. Yeah. I've seen him hit it in a hazard, eh? Uh, you know, not that mad. Make a big birdie putt, maybe a fist pump, but that was the most emotion you could see. First Italian to ever win a major. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very impressive. How cool is that? That is cool. That is cool. Because the, the closest was what? Constantino Roca. Roca. Yeah. Right? At, at an open, yeah. At the, at St. Andrews, and he went to the playoff with John Daly. Oh, I don't think he's a hero at home right now. Well, no, yeah. No. I mean, Roca was, too, because uh, we know his name. He made the putt from the Valley of Sin. That's right. right? At 18. And, went, and he got a great And on his knees. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> like, you know, that is like the Italian emotion we expect yeah. to see, right? That's right. Yeah. 7-11 here on TD Green, live on WGR, here also on our TD Green Facebook page. Hello, if you're watching us live here this morning, we're at Fox Valley Club in Lancaster. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Derek Kramer producing back in our Amherst studios. Thanks for being with us here. TD Green, presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, where we're here today, Tantera, and Briarwood. The Tiger effect that was going on as he rose up and then eventually at one point had the solo lead. Um, I was kind of texting back and forth with a couple of friends wondering, like, Spieth, maybe is he feeling it? Are any of these others feeling it? Amazingly enough, the person that was closest to him the whole time was Molinari, who he's playing with, seemed to handle it very well. Uh, But I loved what Spieth said afterwards. By the way, if... If anybody ever gets a chance to have, like, if, if we could come up with this as a broadcast, the best broadcast in golf would just be miking up Spieth and Michael Greller the whole time because they're just great every time that they're on. But uh, Spieth said he, after his round, I, I love this, he said that when he got, I don't know if it was 9 or 10, whatever, um, Spieth, they asked him, they said, did you know what was Tiger what was going on with him? And he said, oh, I happened to glance up at the board and saw he had solo lead and... He goes, I said to Michael, he goes, this is what I've always dreamed of. And Greller's response in thinking, I wonder if Jordan's not handling this right, because it was unraveling, said, Jordan, don't forget, he hasn't been in this situation in more than a decade. He goes, you've been doing this many times in the last few years. He goes, you're fine. And then Jordan said, yeah, I'm fine. He goes, but I've always dreamed of doing this to going with Tiger. And I thought that was interesting that Greller was trying to play the role of caddy of even saying Tiger should be more nervous, you're fine. You've been in this spot recently. Yeah. He hasn't. But I just the, the insight between Spieth and Greller sometimes is so good. But Spieth noticed it. He said it's something he's always dreamed of. And to think about that, Spieth and the younger group here, they've never had a major where Woods has been there. And I wonder if it maybe did affect him or some of the others at some point. Oh, I'm sure it had to, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, to me that's a comment. I mean, he was still having fun at that point, and so he was engaged. Um, when I heard, that, I heard the same comments, yeah. and to me that means, yeah, he's engaged and he's focused. Hey, this is my dream. This is why I played my whole life. But he couldn't pull it off. Um, it just looked like one of those days where maybe he didn't have it firing on all cylinders and just couldn't get the break, couldn't get the bounce, couldn't get the putt to drop. You know, he kept. In bunkers and this and that, so he was he was kind of scraggly all day. But uh, you know, I, I you know people say the pressure gets to him. Sometimes you just don't have it. You know, sometimes right. you get out there. It may not be the pressure at all. It might be your swing failed you that day, or you just didn't have a good rhythm, or you couldn't feel what you were trying to do for whatever reason. And um, so it's a difficult game, and and that's why when you see a, a run like this 
Molinari, it's amazing to go on that long. I mean, that's he's set for. I mean, for his career is yeah, he's, right. Yeah, now he's, he's got yeah. a good. Yeah. Now he's got a. He's had a good career, and he did it within six weeks. Yeah, and you not look that at, he was bad before, but no. And, yeah, and you well, look, for some golfers, that is a career. Oh, I'd love to three, have a run like three that. Three wins and a major. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, all of a sudden, right? I mean, you look at look ahead to um, October, late September, October Ryder Cup. Yeah, and like who's now he's a shoe in. Oh yeah, well, well he's number one in points. Yeah, I was he's say, yeah, yeah. Who's their who's their a player right now? It's Francesco Molinari. You know, just Justin Rose right now is not the number one player in Europe. Yeah, right. By the and way, Molinari, give, Tommy Fleetwood's probably number two. Yeah, I'll give you some credit. I know last week we were debating about the Ryder Cup, and you said it's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Your uh, your point of your he's on the team like this week. I think sealed it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think there's any. And he, he's top 50 in the world now. Yeah. He's and now next he, week at Akron. He got in right, right on the button, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. He's 20th in points, by the way, in the Ryder Cup. And he's going to play next week in Akron, as you said. And yeah. he's got the PGA, so he might move himself close enough anyway. He doesn't – listen, he's right. already there. He's in. He's there. There's no way Jim Furyk is not taking Tiger Woods. I think you're right now, especially because they're buds. Yeah. yeah. And it would be hard to – yeah, if there's if all things being even, you're taking the guy yeah. with the experience, the brand, the name, and, the swag. Yeah. And I think – I, I still think he takes Phil, because I, I think it'll be the last one Phil plays in. Um, I still, and then you know, I think Zach Johnson's going to be on the team. By the way, he, Simpson he, did move into eighth. He passed Deshambo in terms of the cutoff yes. line. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Deshambo's there. I just don't. I think Deshambo. He has gonna, to qualify. He has to get in the top eight. DeChambeau I think Deshambo's going to be playing a Presidents Cup before he plays a Ryder Cup. Well, unless he unless he moves into the top eight. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's got, got a shoulder issue that popped up with John Deere first round. He took himself out. He's got you know, of course he didn't just say I have a shoulder injury. He he pointed out the exact muscle tendon and you know what the <laughs> vibrations were because yeah, he loves science. So he, he loves what's going on there. I'm not knocking him for that. It was just when he's giving the explanation, I'm like so your shoulder hurts, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, I slept on it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see who fights for those final spots. But I, I just. I can't see Jim Furyk not taking Tiger, Phil, Zach Johnson, the and other, I'll say Cooch. The other pick yeah. we said was Cooch. I'll say Matt Coocher because you listen. It, it, it'll probably be the last time for all of them. You know, there's a good chance maybe Cooch and Tiger play another one. Tiger be 44. I think Cooch be 42. Yeah, it feels yeah. like Cooch. Well, he feels younger, Coocher. Maybe. Yeah. I love his swing. Yeah. You know, he like, aims right. Pulls everything, right? Yes, he does. He yeah, does good. aim right, pulls, pulls everything. Yeah. I, I remember they were at the Canadian Open this week at Glen Abbey, and a few years ago he took a drop. He got a line-of-sight drop on – oh, God, i got to think of the hole here. The third hole. Which, for the people listening, that's a PGA Tour local rule. Line-of-sight is not in the rules of golf, yeah. yes. Well, I, he got this very fortuitous drop. Yes. And then he hit this big slinging draw over these trees to like 15 feet. I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty good there, Cooch. He's 42. I thought he just struck. No, he's 40. He's 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. Woods is 42. Right. Woods is 42. Yeah. Cooch is 40 or going to uh, going to turn. 40. Mickelson's 48. Right? Mickelson's 48. right. That's why I think it's Phil's last. You know, he'll want to play when he's 50. Hey, look at Bernard which is possible. Langer. But yeah, yeah, Bernhardt at sixty, yeah. who had a great Open Championship, made the as cut, well. played well. Yep, it was it was an entertaining event to watch. I, I got to think their ratings were great on Sunday. Yeah. You oh, know. Uh, the Do you think it's the best 18, major? It's by the way, to answer your ratings question, it was the highest in eighteen years. Yeah. Was it Tiger for 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 the Open? Yeah. Do you, Do you think it's the best major? It's turning into it. I think. 
I'll even go along with the lines of just how they brand it now, how NBC does it, and Golf Chant. Like it's it's enjoyable as an American too. I I think also too we um in the in the states here are embracing early morning sports yes. more and more all the time now. Like Premier League is so is so uh, popular now. The soccer. Um, Early morning sports. I think it's, it's like living on the West Coast. Morning, yeah, <laughs> well, better and better. It's the 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 sometimes controversies that go with some of the other majors, especially the U.S. Open, um, aren't there. The appreciation, even the minus Tiger on eighteen, the fan behavior seems to be always the best there. Uh, the golfers. It's a. How about this? Like the USGA has one little you know spike mark on the green. And 50 golfers jump on them of how terrible they've got this set up. Look at this week. I mean, for, for some people might say, this course is terrible. It's all dried out. They get unlucky bounces all the time. The greens are slow. It, one golfer doesn't say a thing about it. They they don't mind it, I guess. It's it's all in the setup that it is, right? Yeah, it was interesting. There was a caddy. I, I saw a quote from a caddy who said why they played so fast at the British Open because they played in under four hours right. on Sunday. Yes. Well, part of it is the slower greens, you know, because it's not as difficult for the players. They don't have to grind as much. Right. But I do agree. I think um, I think the British Open's rising in stature, and I think it's going to get juggled. And the U.S. Opens, they've butchered themselves. I still love the Masters. Um uh, you know, I think at the time, if you're watching the Masters and you ask me it, it's the Masters. Well, and if you ask yeah. me during the British Open, eh. Yes. And I think I, next I year with, with the PGA earlier, I think, and the way the U.S. Open's kind of, the USGA's handled the U.S. Open setups, I think the U.S. Open's been slipping in stature. Yeah. Not I, not that I wouldn't love to win yeah. it. Yeah. The PGA, in terms of just its pure excitement level, has been very, very good over the last decade. It's been excellent. The well, it's a different setup. They the go way, for scoring. Yeah, they the way try they've to get set 30s. it up, yeah. even just the, you know, the final stretch of holes, they've set it up to the point where there can be changes in the leaderboard, yeah. risk-reward drive holes, all that sort of stuff. So they, they've done, the PGA's done a wonderful job with that. And, and listen, let's face it, I know you as a PGA member, you know it, but you're also a football guy too. Like, football starts, it's August, even preseason football, like, the national attention, like the NFL is up and going. The PGA moving to May. We'll see if that maybe draws more people in. Oh, are you kidding? In terms of golf interest, Great. like May is a, a oh, more a time where we are really fired up to play golf, if, especially in the Northeast. Well, and I'm, you know, as a PGA professional, that's great for my brand. Hey, we get our brand right. out there earlier instead of competing with the NFL. And, uh, and now if you want to win all four, you know, usually that's done by the time you get to the second major. So uh, I just think it's going to have a lot of benefits. And, and I love the U.S. Open, and I love, they're all great. They're, they're all great tournaments. But yeah, we're, the British we're debating is, which is uh, which one's last of the four best tournaments of the year. Uh, in the world. <laughs> That's right. In the world that you can play in. And, uh, but the British is so cool how they do it, and they just have yeah. a different way about them over there. Well, the interesting thing is, you you know, um, and I'll even throw the players in here, which will be the first one that they play. I mean, that's got the deepest field in golf, um, and you know, the fifth major, unofficial fifth major. And then you go to the Masters, then you'll have the PGA, U.S. Open, and then the Open becomes the final major. The spacing the is year. great, though, now. Yeah, one it each is month. One, one every month. Yep. That's right. It's, it's really great. Good. Live here at Fox Valley, we are on the air on WGR and on our TD Green Facebook page. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Bedis, as we are here at Fox Valley, where the Drive, Chip, and Putt event was hold, uh, held here two days ago. Uh, Kevin and I both had our sons participate, so we'll shed some thoughts on that coming up next segment. Also, information on our Batavia Downs Majors Challenge winner for the Open, and also to get you out the info for the PGA Championship. That's coming up 
Uh, and also, I know that uh, we've got to talk about the duster here, Kev, real quick before we go to break. Uh, we're going to give away a spot coming up later in the show, so stay with us here. But we'll be here next Friday night for our duster putting challenge, the third edition. Yeah, the duster challenge, it is we put 18 holes right here on the putting green out front of Fox Valley's Clubhouse. Cool location. DJ Jimmy will be set up right over there. we got tunes going. We'll be announcing it. The top 16 scores move on to match play. Everybody hangs around uh, we, with food and drink. It's 50 bucks to participate, and that includes your donation to the PGA Reach uh, Foundation and their HOPE program, which, by the way, I had a gentleman um, who lives in my neighborhood uh, he, he kind of pulled in the driveway, saw me out there. Uh, I was doing meticulous yard work. I can imagine. Not really. Yeah. But anyways, he pulled up. He's like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. And I'm like, I, I do. And he goes, you recommended um, this whole program. I'm in year two of it, and it's it's just been life-changing for me. It's, it's been fantastic. So thank you. I said, don't thank me. Thank the folks at the PGA. And uh, so I thank everybody who has either already signed up or if you can't participate, because, you know, summer, a lot of things are going on, on our homepage, DusterChallenge.com. It's Duster with a D. DusterChallenge.com. You can learn who the Duster was. But DusterChallenge.com, there's a donate button. We're just asking for a $20 donation. You can make it right there, and uh, uh, we appreciate your even consideration of that. Absolutely. All right, time out here from Fox Valley, and when we come back, we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. We'll check in on what's going on at the RBC Canadian Open at Glen Abbey. If you want to go to Glen Abbey to watch this weekend, we'll, uh, we'll give you some tips on how to how yeah, to handle it well the, there. It's a great spot to, to view. Yeah, golf. we'll tell you the good holes. That's right. And uh, we're going to talk T-squared putters coming up at 745. Duster Challenge Giveaway also coming up. Stick with us here. T to Green, live at Fox Valley with Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us here on WGR. Back here at Fox Valley Club in Lancaster on Tee to Green on WGR and on our Tee to Green Facebook page. Brian Coziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis, Derek Kramer producing back in our Amherst studios. Thank you for being with us. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend. The PGA Tour leaderboard is where we go here next. Brought to you by Encore Golf and by Donald Ross. We're going to be at Donald Ross in a few weeks. We are. Their headquarters. They, Looking forward to doing that. They tweeted out their spring line for next year. We're all wearing our Donald Ross stuff yes. today, though, which looks well, good. Well, we're going to see if we can steal some They're stuff probably going to use us Perfect. in their branding, i got to figure I, well, I, I mean, think so, I yes. Guessed. Yeah, I mean, that latest Twitter picture's got to be yeah, going viral I mean, by now. Yeah. You, know, you want mannequins, models, or you want middle-aged dad bots? <laughs> right. right? <laughs> we can give you both. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, Glen Abbey is where the pros are playing this week in Oakville. Probably about a 75-minute drive or so to get yeah. there. It's, uh, it's worth the trip. We're going to tell you about maybe uh, if you're going up, some tips on, on going there. But Kevin Tway has the lead right now. He and Wee Kim uh, will be in the final group today at 135. Kim, one shot back of Tway. Tway's at 13 under. Kim's at 12. Keegan Bradley is also tied for second at minus 12. World number one, Dustin Johnson, is definitely in the mix. He goes off today at 1255. He is at 10 under par, so he is only three off the lead. Ian Poulter is four off the lead. Some uh, Tommy Fleetwood is six back. Man, he's nice at, field. He's at minus seven. And unfortunately, a lot of big names participated, didn't make the weekend. Garcia missed the cut on the number. Kuchar missed the cut 
on the number. Uh, Brooks Kepka struggled. He was way far back. He missed the cut as well. Bubba Watson also struggled. He missed the cut, but it was a good field. Jim Furyk, the Ryder Cup captain, uh, made the cut on the number. Uh, he's already uh, – actually, he's teeing off in four minutes from now. But, Kevin, uh, I know well, we've all been to Glen Abbey, but I know you've been there quite a bit uh, covering it for PGA Tour Radio. Uh, just some thoughts on going up there. It's it's what, what I loved when I was there with you last year is just the viewing on every green is so good, the bowl, stadium-style yeah. seating. Like, even if you're bringing your youngster today, one of your kids, like, it's a really cool spot to come watch golf. And, obviously, we mentioned there's some great names playing. Yeah, if you bring it – and, actually, I have a um – fellow member here from Fox Valley who texted me last night. He's like, hey, I'm bringing my son up, you know, any tips? And my, my tips were for this, and if you're bringing your kid, it, it is a, it's a fun tournament to, to bring your kid to. Um, uh, most of them are, too. They've got things set up for the kids, too, some activities. Kid zones, when, yeah. yeah, kid zones, autograph zones. You get the get the bouncy ball or flag, and players will sign when they're done, which is great. I see that every tournament. Players sign as many autographs as they can. Especially for kids. Yes. Yeah. You know, a flag is – the flag's the best thing to buy to get them to sign. Yep. Um, so, it, in, you know, a little, little marker, too, if you don't have a marker. But, uh, you know, right there and you hang out and they have an autograph zone, set up every place, and players will come over and sign. Just a, a cool thing that they do. But, uh, you know, for viewing, you want to see some uh, scoring. Uh, well, six, six green is a good spot because it's not far from – I'm looking – what's not far from the clubhouse – um, you know, 18 green, obviously you're going to see a lot there. It's par five. You'll see some guys reach it in two. Tiger famously out of the bunker. Um, it, you have 16 green, 17 T, 18 green, all around the back side of the clubhouse there. So, yeah, you'll have to walk. You can't park yourself in one spot to watch everything, but you'll be able to do that. I like six green because it's elevated, and you can see the, the shot coming in there, and it's a, kind of a challenge. And w- when they make something, you'll be like, wow, that was great. Yep. And then if there's somebody you want to follow, you walk down the hill over to seven, the par three, which is that's a neat spot uh, to check out too. And if you're going to follow somebody, stick around the front nine uh, because the back nine goes down the hill in the valley. Tougher it, walking. It's yeah. a tough walk going down yeah. the valley. Great holes down there. I, I think that's the teeth of the golf But if you got course. little legs, it's a, it's a tougher walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially, going, especially going down number 11 there. Or if you yeah. got a dad bod, it's tougher to walk. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. Well, it's not going down is not the problem. Yeah. It's coming back up uh, 15 after the par 3 there, uh, 16. But those hills down, the holes down in the valley there, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, are just fantastic. Cool course, holes. and every year they're talking about dozing it over to build houses. And right. Every year it's still here. So. Lee, Lee Trevino yeah. was up there earlier in the week doing some activities in during the practice round days, and he had said just how to he goes, you know, every he said there's not many golf courses that sit on land that are worth the actual value that Glen Abbey is in Toronto, where right. it is. He said. That he gets that, but he said it would be such a shame. He said the history here, of course, Jack Nicholas is Jack Nicholas designs a course like you probably shouldn't get rid of it. And, well, it, you know. th- that's that's the argument they're making, and that's yeah. why they've stayed trying to it make off. what a historical site. They're that's trying correct. To do it. Yeah. Yes, you know it's the home of uh, Golf Canada. Their headquarters, their Hall are of there. Fame's there. Yes, yeah. so you know money talks, right? So, yeah. by the way, we mentioned about kids. Um, if you go to the you go to rbccanadianopen.com. Uh, kids 16, I'm sorry, 17 and under are free if you buy an adult ticket. There you go. And you just go there and you click to download your free junior ticket. So I know Kevin mentioned some of the things there with autographs and giveaways. They've got the Hall of Fame and Museum there too. But 
Um, 17 and under. You can get them in for free. So there you go. Yeah, yeah it's a nice go, day trip. You go see Dustin Johnson yeah. today, right? Well, yeah, watch him hit a driver. Oh, Yeah, sick. That's he may right. not hit a lot of drivers on that golf course. Yeah. You know, how many guys you see hitting driving irons now? Here's right? what's also fun, too. The One back nine, correct me if I'm wrong, the, doesn't the back nine have three par fives? So it's going to add you to some exciting holes, too. Back nine has 12, uh, let's see, 11, 12. And 18. 13's a par five. 16's a par five. And, and 18. 18. That's actually, that's yeah. correct. Three par fives. Three par fives. Yep. That's different. That yeah. adds to yeah. excitement in a, in a yeah. golf tournament. No doubt. Well, maybe today you'll see, if you, go, if you do go or if you watch on TV, some great flop shots here. That's what we're going to do here with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond, which includes an event like drive, chip, and putt. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's get to our tip of the week on the flop shot. I know that if you actually want to see the video of this, Buffalo Sports page has it. Uh, we've been sending out a video of Jeff doing one once a week here, and uh, Jeff's been doing some other things too, but we're going to focus on the flop shot this week. Uh, what are some of the keys to hitting an effective flop shot, Jeff? Well, first key is uh, speed, I think, uh, and trusting it. Um, a little bit of practice. Uh, there's a bunch of keys to a flop shot. A flop shot is a more difficult shot. The thing I tell everybody is the last thing you want to do is hit the flop shot unless you have to. You see a lot of people with a back pin and a lot of green try to hoist it up in the air. That's a shot I'd rather have them hit low and run up there. But when you're forced to hit the flop shot, you want, you want to commit. So you do want to open up your blade, obviously. You're trying to add a little loft. I actually uh, I get a little more squat. I lower my butt a little bit. That helps me um, helps me uh, get the club a little lower. Uh, Tim Freeze has a saying: "You're going to cut the legs out from under that golf ball." So I'm going to come in very shallow. If you're coming with your club, if you hold your club by your shoulder and slam it in the ground, that's steep. If you go along the ground, that's shallow. I want the club to come in very very shallow and with speed. So I'll get my butt a little bit lower. Uh, I don't put the ball too far forward in my stance because then I think the bounce will tend to get you a little bit. You already got the blade open, which adds a little bit of bounce to that club. Um, And I'm going to swing it more around my body than up and down, and I'm going to have a lot of speed and a lot of zip as I cut through it. You have to keep that blade angle constant. If you you flip at it, like if you... uh, you know, if you're when you're chipping, when people use their wrists, if you use your wrist through a flop shot, you're going to have trouble. You need to have a lot of speed and keep keep that club cutting through, swinging through the golf ball, and commit to it. Don't swing out towards the target or don't try to help it in the air. Just try to cut the legs. Just try to cut underneath that golf ball as fast as you can with an open blade, um, and, and get your body a little bit lower. That'll help you do the, hit that shot. Um, it, it is a difficult shot. You do want to have some practice. Um, there's actually there's a couple other techniques. There's two or three techniques to hit the flop shot, but that's probably the easiest. If the ball's sitting up to on grass, you can uh, go right under. You'll it. go right under it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you think you think people sometimes do it too often? Oh, yeah. way too often. Yeah. yeah. You see people hit pitches very high when they when they don't need to. You're at tour events. If uh, if a tour player doesn't have to hit it high, he's not gonna. That's uh, correct. It just makes it too hard. The other thing is you have to kind of take what the shot gives you. You know, Tiger tried to pull off that beautiful flop shot at the at the British Open. He can pull it off. You may not be pulling be able to pull it off, so maybe you have a little bit more of a conservative target or or understand what the lie is telling you. If you have a thick, fluffy lie, sometimes that's easier if the ball's sitting down. You don't even actually have to hit the ball. You can hit a flop shot from the rough by hitting two to three inches behind it like a bunker shot. So open up your blade, put the ball in a little more towards the center of your stance, get a little bit lower, and hit two to three inches behind it like a bunker shot. It'll react like a bunker shot. It'll pop up in the air. Um, but if you have a bare lie or something like that, you know, don't, you, 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 don't let your lie tell you what kind of shot you can hit. Yep. Good advice there. 
West New York PGA tip of the week. Again, you can check out the video of the flop shot uh, at Buffalo Sports page. And the West New York PGA heavily involved in the drive, chip, and putt, which took place here at Fox Valley Club uh, on Thursday morning. An uh, outstanding event. And uh, Kevin and I both had our sons participate. Uh, my son Jack's done it a few times now, and it's just it doesn't get old. Kevin, you had your son Dylan do it for the first time, too. Um, I know that uh, so many volunteers, so much time and effort went into the planning of it, and then, of course, the, the implementation of it. Uh, I just thought uh, they did a wonderful job. I know you want to echo that, too. It was cool. You know, um, and, and, you know, one of the, uh, <laughs> one, of the one of the cool things – they they got they got a gift just for uh, showing up and registering, right? So automatically it was a win. And right, it right there. What did it cost? It was nothing. It was yeah, nothing. free. That's the best yeah. part, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It, it was free, and he got a souvenir uh, from the, the PGA. So already already my son was like, "This is great." Um, he was a little nervous, but you know. After but that's that, part of it. I think is that that is cool. Yeah. Like to see them, they care about it. Yeah. But you know what I thought was cool, and for the most part, right? For the most part, Brian, all his parents stood on the periphery, let the kids stand in line. Let the let the volunteers, the PGA, run it. You know, there wasn't anybody up there. I saw one dad walking right before us. Like, okay, go go get him. And his yeah. kid actually won the drive. They, they, yeah. That kid was awesome. But, you know, any, like they just went up and did their thing. Everybody cheered him on, congratulated him. I uh, went to chipping. I think uh, Rick Alberica was over there in the mm. chipping green. And yeah. Rick's like, all right, come on. Hey, he was, like, cheering every kid on and every chip. I thought it was cool, and then, and then putting, we had our, you know, our two friends from Glen Oak over yeah. here doing the putting. Freezer and Zuper were here. Zuper was like draining putts. He's I getting heard kids Zuper to high five. Was making putts left yeah. and right. Yeah, and, good for and him. Then, and then the kids went up afterwards, and uh, you know they all stood around for the the ribbon ceremony. And I just thought it was a great event. And and, and, and you know, my son had met your son once before, Brian. But this is what he said to me in the car ride. He goes, "You know what? That was cool. I met a new friend today at golf." Yeah. Yeah, we went for donuts afterwards. That was yeah. fun. You know what I thought? Say that. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, in trouble. You know what I, I thought was great no. is that um, your son and my son and a lot of others stayed at the end yes. when they were doing the like the ribbons and the, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they saw the scoreboard. They, did, yeah, they didn't win. They yeah, they knew right, and they all. I think both of our boys were right up there, like clapping yeah. for, for the you know for the couple of boys that are moving on to the to the next round. Which uh, I thought was it's great. just such a good experience for kids. Win, lose, draw, whatever. Um, you're going to have fun. Your kids are going to learn something, and yeah, yeah, it's a total no-brainer. And to me, it leads to the best day in golf the Sunday before the Masters when those kids are at the. Uh, at I thought the it was golf a little. Course. I thought it was a little tough that John Daddario, the, the head golf professional here, tried to sneak into the 13 and 14 year old division, but uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> you do now he's days. eating cookies for breakfast. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Well, it's for the, it's for everybody. Everybody can have a cookie. Oh, perfect. There you go. And they have the ladies' invitational. It looks like today. Yes, our second day of the ladies' invitational today. Yes. So well. yesterday we had hole in one by Janine Reedy. Really? Yeah. Oh, on nice. Hole, on hole number six. So that was a little highlight. And then expensive all the ladies, day to have a hole in one. Yeah, yeah, but I think all the ladies had a lot of fun with the uh, free drink afterwards. So well, we a saw a few drink. cars in the lot this morning when we got here. Yeah, yeah so. I think they just camped out. I mean, they just had a great time <laughs> yesterday. I, by the way, I can't believe in men's league the other night we had a hole in one on 17 where you had, you know, had Scott put the pin there in that back, back left corner on yeah. that slope. I'm like, really? Someone aced that? That is a that's a heck of an ace. Yeah, for Dr. Sure. Uh, Josh Jones uh, um, had the hole in one. And then we, I think we had about like six or seven hole ones this year. 
on, in men's league alone. Yeah, really. So it's been a which really is great because you get a nice chip in your locker when that happens. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> John, we were just <laughs> obviously uh, no. No, I didn't get a home one. Uh, no, but he doesn't. You know, everybody, you, oh, everybody's there chip. to they get a drink. Yes, I would say right. if we had a, you had a hole in one, we would know. Oh, yeah. the whole world we would know. know. Listen, we'd, I was close this year. We'd have to go four hours. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> John Dario, PGA Pro here it's from true. Fox Valley, uh, joining us here on TD Green. We are at Fox Valley. We we're just talking about the drive, chip, and putt. Great event for uh, for kids. And I know both of our sons are involved in your junior camp, too, which I know something that you're really proud of, how it's taken off this year here. Oh, yeah, thank you. You know, I'd love to have the juniors out here. To have 170 participants plus uh, for drive, chip, and putt uh, was awesome. To see all the kids here and the parents cheering them on uh, was great. You know, again, to have, again, big thanks to our West New York PGA, uh, Steve Varkowski, Rick Alberico, Bob Ashley, and also, too, to uh, Tim Freeze and everybody at Glen Oak for just helping out with the putting contest was great. So... Um, I love juniors golf. I think it, it just grows our game. They get more uh, juniors participating and just kind of having them have fun. That's the biggest thing is having fun with it and just learning the game uh, as I learned it, as everybody has learned it when they were growing up. It's hard not to enjoy junior golf because the kids, you know, they're running across the green. They hit, wow, do they? And they're, you know, yeah. they just are dragging the putter behind them as they go cruising around. They're just having fun. And, yeah. Uh, and if you teach them the fundamentals and you teach them safety and you teach them to have some fun, then uh, then they're all set. No doubt about it. The Junior League 2, I know you've been heavily involved with. Heavily involved with. Uh, that's something that uh, has been growing and growing. Drive, chip, and putt's been growing and growing. Uh, I know the camps uh, here at Fox Valley, uh, Jack's doing it here. He's also doing it at Tantara. I know that, uh, you know, uh, Getting juniors involved in golf, what I just love, too, is exactly that enthusiasm that you yeah. said. Oh, it's like, a blast. He's super pumped just about everything that's involved. <laughs> that little tea gift, like, he's yeah. been staring at that. He's been, we are sitting there on the couch last night, and he's just looking at the box and, like, looking. I'm like, Jack, what are you going to do with those? He's like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to put it. And oh, like, you know what I had to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had it. to get, so we took an old uh, um, Encore golf box, you know, a dozen box there, and he, had, he went through – well, I have more than one golf bag. But weird. anyway, yes. right, isn't that weird? weird. But anyway, he's like, that. he wanted every ball marker because he wanted to see if they fit in the replaceable magnet thing. So, like, every ball uh -oh. marker he's we could find. He's getting the bug, Kev. He's getting the he's bug, getting which the is bug. great. Yes. Yep. Another excuse to get out and play yes. nine. Yeah. Um, it, you can have the worst day in the world. Come in. Everything could be going wrong at your club. And then you see those kids come over the bridge for junior golf. I'll, and it's a good day. My 13-year-old, he admitted to me, he's like, yeah, Dad, I don't like golf that much. Like, well, you're learn to play. And then I took him out last Sunday afternoon, just him and I. Usually it's, you know, the two boys and, you know, his little brothers running around. Just him and I. And I really didn't tell him much except for I, I, I said, hey, just raise the tee a little bit there on your drive. And then he, he cranked a couple. And, like, even on nine, he hit it over the bunker. In the, I had him play the you know, forward tees. Mm -hmm. And it hit it in the hazard. And he's just kind of like, oh, Ooh, you had a couple fun. good Ooh. ones. That's all it takes. <laughs> right? right. And one good shot. One good shot. That's how I got hooked. One forward at Delaware Park one day as yeah. about a ten year old. Yep. Yeah. Hey, before we go to break here, John, just I know you got a lot of exciting things coming up here at Fox. Why don't you just for people that maybe want to get more information or have thought about maybe joining somewhere here too? Absolutely. Pass that along. Absolutely. You know, we offer some great uh, membership um, offers here at Fox Valley, including for juniors as well. Um, don't hesitate to call us um, here at Fox Valley. Uh, we can definitely talk to myself and Marie McConnell, who's our membership director. And we can get uh, get you information about how to be become a member here. I think it's a great experience here. We're trying to get the new 
young families here to just have them grow the game and just come and enjoy the great experience that we have here at Fox Valley. Yep. Come make a hole in one at Fox Valley. Buy me a drink. There you go. <laughs> That's right. How many chips I, are in your locker? Yeah. No, I've used they don't them. lay around. I've do used they? them. Yeah. Yeah. They, don't gather, they don't gather dust. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be here Friday for the Duster Challenge, so we're looking forward to that, well, I'm too. I'm looking forward to that, too, because I think it'll be a fun event. Um, so what time does, can we just go over real quick what time that starts and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, you want to do this on the air? No. Well, people are going to register at 5 o'clock. Competition starts at 5.30, so. Perfect. Yeah, that's when it's all going to be happening. we we got about three truckloads of stuff to store in your office. Yeah, that's right. Get it ready. (laughs) Make sure it's on your schedule. That's right. (laughs) John D'Addario, PJ Pro here at Fox. Thanks for coming on here for a few minutes. Thanks, We know you're busy with your ladies' invite. Have fun with that. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. More hole-in-ones today. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck, ladies, today. All right, more on TD Green coming up. T-squared putters. You want to hear more about that? It's a teenager who started a putting company and he makes great putters. Tony Tudor going to join us next to tell us about that. Live from Fox Valley, along with Kevin Sylvester and PJ Pro Jeff Medes, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us here on Tita Green on WGR. Time for our PGA Tour Champions Report, brought to you by Absolute Care. This week, the call them the, the champions, the seniors, they're playing a very cool spot. The old course at St. Andrews, and a great, great leaderboard. Listen to this here. Uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez and Stephen Ames, the Canadian, are tied for the lead. Uh, they're both minus eight through two rounds. Uh, a three-way tie for second, one shot back. Longer, triplet, and Rochester's Jeff Sluman. And then at seven under par, you've got Tom Watson and VJ Singh. An outstanding leaderboard there at St. Andrews. It's on Golf Channel and NBC all weekend. So you just want to watch St. Andrews. You want to see Tom Watson and Jimenez and Longer and Sluman and Ames. They'll, uh, they'll all be going at it this weekend as uh, we give you our PGA Tour Champions Report. Also, a couple of things here, and then we're going to get to our guest, uh, Tony Tuber from T-Squared Putters. Congratulations to Thomas Walsh. He won the Porter Cup last weekend. We were there for our final round. Thomas Walsh, an outstanding player from Virginia, uh, he went on and uh, ended up taking home the Porter Cup crown. So we'll see Thomas Walsh next year uh, in the Peak and Peak Lecom Challenge there. And uh, congrats to everybody at Niagara Falls Country Club for doing a great job with that event, uh, the 60th edition. Also, congratulations to our Batavia Downs Majors Challenge winner from the Open Championship, Frederick Solkowski. He picked Molinari, Rose, and Fowler, and he gets a great prize pack at Batavia Downs Gaming, which includes a night in their hotel, uh, dinner, and free play. Only one other entry picked Molinari. That's now... For the third straight major, we've only had two people out of all of our entries actually pick the winner. So mm. if you if you can pick the winner for the PGA Championship, you'll have a great chance to uh, to walk away uh, with a Batavia Downs prize package. So Frederick Salkowski, congratulations. Uh, I know that we've already uh, been in contact with you, so uh, enjoy your night at the hotel and dinner and free play at Batavia Downs Gaming. I'll have all that information up to sign up for our PGA Championship, the final major of the year. Uh, follow me on my Twitter page at Brian WGR. Okay. All right. Joining us now on the guest line, this is a cool story uh, here. His name is Tony Tuber and his company, T-Squared Putters. And he makes custom putters and makes them all right there in Orchard Park. And Tony joins us online. Tony, good morning. 
Good morning. Now, tell everybody, um, first of all, Tony's a teenager, by the way, 16 years old. And uh, so tell everybody when this idea came about that you wanted to make high-quality putters and that, how you're able to pull it off. It was about two years ago, and um, I was sitting with a family friend, and uh, he actually works for my dad, and we were talking about custom putters, like all the different brands. Now they're extremely expensive and how you can only do a limited amount of things to these custom putters. And uh, so he said to me, you know, we can make those. And uh, I was never really interested in anything my dad did, and he makes <laughs> surgical and dental instruments. <laughs> and uh, That's not interesting? So <laughs> I, I wasn't interested at all. And uh, this was an eye-opener for sure. So I started, like, immediately going in there every day, drawing things up. My dad, he wanted nothing to do with it. But uh, through a lot of persuasion, um, I finally got him. He said, fine, we'll make one. We're not busy right now. We can we can mess around. We can make one. So we met with his engineer, and he drew one up in a program, and he milled one out of steel. And uh, we tried it, and it was for the first one ever. We were extremely impressed with how it rolled and everything. And uh, it just evolved from there. And then we launched our website about two months ago. And uh, so, yeah. Where, where did you learn the skills of making the putter? You know, quarter droop, half droop, uh, face balance, all those things. Where where did you where did you pick up that insight? Uh, just through research online. I did a lot of research on uh, all the all the different components of the putter. And then um, my dad's engineer also did a lot of research, and we together came up with the design. And um, that's where that's where we're at. That's awesome. Tony Tuber with us as uh, he's telling us about T-squared putters. Uh, Tony, so people can go ahead and you said your website is up. How can they check out what it looks like and uh, maybe you get a little test run and talk about maybe getting one? Uh, they can check it out on our website, tsquaredputters.com. Also on our Instagram at tsquaredputters, Facebook and Twitter. Um, we post on Instagram every day. We have, um, recently we've been doing a lot of custom one-off putters for people. Like all their custom logos, paint fill, all different engravings, face milling patterns, all different colors. So you can check that out. And um, it's endless what you can do. So you can make it com- completely yours, and um, n- no other putter will be like it. Yeah, one of the, I was over there on Thursday and uh, going through the process and watching a putter be milled. And it just Tony showed me every single step of the way. And it's kind of neat what they can do. He mentions colors. Uh, yeah, you can do different uh, color uh, on the insert if you want to do a 713i with an insert color in there. The hosel can be a different color, uh, different designs they have, you know, on the hosel shaft. Uh, grips, you na- logos, you want to put – Yeah, you, someone wanted the British flag. You truly had, custom. Yeah, yeah, you could truly custom do it, and, and Tony hand paints every one. It was pretty neat to see the entire process. Tony, how long does it take to have a custom putter made? Um, about two weeks. Like the, the British flag one I've been working on for a while, and, um, and that one took about two weeks. It's finally done. So that one was for sure took a lot of extra detail. So that was a that one took about two weeks. 
And, and you guys are going to go, final thing, Tony, you're, you're going to go to the merchandise show, PGA Merchandise. You're going to have a setup at the PGA Merchandise show, show which uh, really puts you in that categ- professional category, doesn't it? Yes, for sure. Um, we got a booth at the merchandise show in January, and uh, we went there last year. My dad and I went there just to check out the competition and uh, what the golf industry really is. And um, that's when my dad really bought into the, the, the putter business. Cool. Well, it's a great story. We're looking forward to uh, seeing how it involves more and more. We're going to be giving away a putter yeah. at our Duster Challenge next week. We'll so. be raffling one of those off. So thank you for that donation yes, uh, thank you. Uh, from the T-squared putters. Uh, and people will get a chance to see it uh, here next week at the Duster Challenge. Check them out online, tsquaredputters.com. It's uh, really cool what they're able to do there. Tony, thanks for your time today. You're welcome. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, that's awesome. Tsquaredputters.com will be giving one away at the Duster Challenge. Yeah. Speaking of giving away, we're going to do that right now, a, a free spot to play here right. in a charity event. That's right. Bring a friend. That's right. Make a friend pay. But, uh, no, this is, a, this is going to be, this will be the, the most fun you've had um, on a putting green all year long, for sure. It's a great – everybody who comes says, wow, that was just super fun. A great time. So we'll give away to the fifth caller, 803-0550. You will win a spot. Don't call if you can't make it. Right. All right? Don't take it from somebody that, that can. Right. That Friday. It's next Friday, August 3rd, right here at Fox Valley. Show up at 5 o'clock. Bring your putter. Um, bring a friend if you'd like um, it, so they can uh, participate. But you win the spot. That's right. It's 50 bucks to register online. DusterChallenge.com. Benefits the PGA Reach Foundation, which has their whole program. Um, which is helping our patriots everywhere, and they do great work uh, with our military veterans. So that's what it uh, benefits. There'll be food, there'll be drink, there'll be a great time. That's and there'll right. be a new champion, maybe. Or we could have a repeat champion. That's uh-huh. true, we could. Yeah, it is a good time. Looking yeah. forward to it myself. I, it's an evening I point to every year. I just have fun being there. Looking forward to uh, where we'll be next week for our show. We'll be uh, the greatest place in the world, the esteemed Glen Oak. Yeah, well, so I'm looking forward to it. That's yeah, right. your your place. We'll be looking forward to. It. Yeah, so that's we'll be there next week. It'll be fun. That's right. DusterChallenge.com is the website, and uh, we want to thank everybody here at Fox Valley, the uh, PGA pros, Chris Shank out there working hard on the green right now. John Dario, uh, you can contact them. Of course, you want more information uh, here at Fox Valley. Shank doesn't talk to me because I beat him on a beat the pro hole. Yeah, you, you can't beat an ex-Marine. Uh, I gotta, you know. Well, you made him do it 32 <laughs> times at one point, you know. <laughs> I had to pay every time, That's too. right, that's right. <laughs> Derek Kramer producing back in our Amherst studio. Thank you, Derek. He'll have our show up on our on-demand audio section at WGR550.com later today. And uh, I'll tweet it out as well at Brian WGR. Thanks for listening here on our TD Green Facebook page or on WGR for Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel. TD Green, every Saturday we'll talk to you Next Saturday at 7 from Glen Oak, right here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.